0: The Propane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, December 14th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are. I'm Karen.
1: I'm Jared. This is Ian.
0: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. If you can't do that, you could post to our Facebook page or tweet something to us at Profane Arg. Uh, this week, I don't know. I've got a whole bunch of Scotus news mm-hmm. and an update on uh, one of my one of my all time favorites to uh, be debunked, Yuri Geller. I uh, I can't believe he's still trying to stay relevant. Really? Yeah.
2: Oh my still- god! I love watching those videos where he gets busted. <laughs>
0: But I'll save that for later. Uh, first, I have a throwback. Uh, this is a name I had not heard in a while, but apparently uh, this this month, Josh Duggar had his trial about uh, possessing and downloading Childborn and was found guilty.
2: Surprisingly. I
0: couldn't <laughs> believe
1: <agree laughs> that. Wait, surprisingly, because it was obvious and you're being ironic or surprising that someone who actually committed a crime got in trouble?
2: Yes, that part.
1: Okay, <laughs>
2: <laughs> that somebody with money and fame got punished, right? Although I'll save my uh, joy for a month when maybe it gets overturned because some evidence got mixed up or something, and you know, for sure he gets himself yeah. a Cosby.
0: <laughs> yeah, they definitely uh, already filed for appeal, like right away. So you know, who knows? But he was found guilty. I this completely dropped off my radar. Like I had, I forgot the Duggars were even a a thing. Well, yeah, it feels like a long time. I feel like 10 years ago, he got in trouble for something.
2: Or wasn't there a rumor that he... It wha- was very...
1: It wasn't... Yeah, I hear what you're saying. And yes, he sexually abused a lot of his siblings and some other underage girls. Okay. And then people were shocked that he it was with tons of kiddie porn on his computer. Mm. And then he did the old... I, I don't know how that got there. It must have been someone else. I was hacked. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I was the best re- friends with Jared Fogle. I don't know how this happened.
1: <laughs> the old reverse hack where they hack in to put stuff on your computer. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I like I said, I completely forgot that this guy had even existed. But apparently this was back in May of 2019 that uh, the images were found. So it's I, I can while. see why I lost yeah. track of it.
2: Oh, yeah. Ha- I feel like there was a lot more going on
0: around then. time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: He also hasn't been sentenced. So we don't know, you know. Four years, 20 years in jail,
0: time served, who knows. I think that's almost exactly the possible. I think it was like five to 20 was the possible. Yeah.
3: Wow, you can get 20 years just
2: for having uh, pictures, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus, what what do you- I feel like you get less time for actually molesting a child.
1: (laughs) I think so. I think he should have shot him. You get off (laughs) Mm scot-free.
2: Like, how long is, uh, is Subway Jared in jail for?
3: I have no idea. I don't recall. Yeah,
2: that's a fair question. Uh, look this up. Full gold. <laughs> Fifteen years he got. Yeah. Wow.
3: How long ago was that? I mean, that's probably five years ago.
2: Yeah. Remember, there was no doubt in our mind when he got busted. We we're like, oh, he going to jail, right? <laughs> now, when something like that, I'd be like, eh, give it a fifty-fifty shot.
0: <laughs> well, he did subway ads. Like, he didn't have a ton of money. He had he, commercial money. I bet he had more money than Josh Duggar. Yeah, that's probably true. I think, because uh, he was tangential to the TV show, right? So Well, there were like 20 of them, so they had to split in a lot of ways.
2: <laughs> yeah. I mean, Jared Fogle, you get paid every time one of those commercials ran, and he was working for Subway for fucking years.
3: Yeah. That's true.
2: 16 years he worked for Subway. Wow. 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 And that's that's making, a good run. Yeah, and that's making appearances and whatever dumbass movies they stick them in. You know, damn.
3: He was sentenced to 27 years, but it was overturned. And then the new trial was postponed. Sorry, I
1: Googled both of them, and it's not even close. Jared was super correct. (laughs) They had, in 2014, they had Jared Fogle's net worth listed at $4 million. Wow. They have Josh Duggar's net worth listed at $50,000. Oh,
2: wow. (laughs) Dude. I've never Googled
1: someone's net worth (laughs) and had it be that.
2: (laughs) Okay, I take it back. I will enjoy the joy now. He's going to jail. <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. His his parents basically said, oh, "We'll we'll be praying for him." So mm-hmm. yeah, I think that's the yeah. End what his dad, dad actually
1: said was, "You just torpedoed my chances for the mm. Arkansas State Senate uh-huh. seat that I was after. Mm. You're going to go to jail forever. I hate you."
0: Yeah. Somebody else that you may have forgotten about, but uh, again, found guilty. Uh, Jushi Smollett. <laughs> <laughs> You don't know the as Juicy f- Smollett story? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't. I have never, I have never heard him reference this Juicy Smollett. Oh, really?
0: <laughs> yeah. Nope. Oh, you've got, you've got to watch the Chappelle where he talks about the French actor Juicy Smollett.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's really oh, good. <laughs> I will. I'll definitely look it up. What I uh, loved, what
2: I loved about that bit too was when he first started talking. I'm like. Is there really a French actor called Juicy? Like, and then like after like two, I'm like, oh, he's talking about juicy Small. That's okay.
3: yeah, fantastic.
2: You know what's funny? What's ironic about that too is that he makes a subway joke in that bit. Oh, when he when the when the cops are interviewing him and he's like, you're out at two o'clock in the morning to get subway, and the cops like sandwiches, subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Two o'clock in the morning in Chicago. It's uh, negative 14 degrees out and you're out there to get subway. Wait, what? (laughs) So what was he convicted of? Of um, faking the whole thing, basically? So he was convicted of five counts of disorderly conduct for lying to Chicago police officers. And I'd see, I would think that it would have been more because those police officers then had to investigate. Sure. They had to, like, you know, actually try and track people down, fictional people and eventually came to the conclusion that uh yeah you you paid your friends 3500 bucks each to uh to kind of beat you up a little bit and put a noose around your neck and do, make sure you did it in front of a uh a camera. Hmm. So yeah the actual conviction was five counts of disorderly conduct. Man the, the level of narcissism to do shit like that just baffles me.
2: Yeah. Well from what I understood and again I you know it's been a while like wasn't Didn't he feel like his life on that, because he was on that show, what show was he on?
3: Uh,
0: Empire.
2: Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that he felt like he was getting kicked off of Empire or something, and he needed to make his star rise a little bit. Yeah. Or, or do something like that, or something like this, like, well, we can't fire him now, he just got, you know, he had a hate crime on him type of thing. But yeah, that is interesting. They, that That's where his mind would go, mm. you know? And also set back the movement for people who actually get hate crimes you yeah. know? Absolutely, because we all—I believed them. You know, I was like, "Oh shit, that's fucked up."
3: Well, it was completely—it's yeah. completely believable. So,
2: yeah, but you know, like, because like Trump supporters, are like, oh fuck that, it's all bullshit. But blah, blah, blah. you know, yeah. and then it turns out, oh damn,
3: they're right on
2: this one. Yeah, right.
3: All right, you're right on Thanks, one, Josie. <laughs> you
2: know, it's a, it's no different than if a woman claims she got raped when she didn't get raped.
0: Mm.
2: You know, well, you just fucked it up for all women who actually get raped.
0: Right. So to, to kind of circle around the, the what he was charged with, they are class four felonies apparently, which carry a sentence of up to three years in prison. Each? So I can't imagine that he would like that they would would put them. It would probably be concurrent, so mm. he would face up to three years in prison. That would, would be my my guess. But yeah, put the chi- Chicago PD in an uproar for a while. I'm sure Wait, they so didn't enjoy that time and money. Yeah, yeah. Question. Jesse mm-hmm.
2: Smollett serves his time, right? Does he make a comeback ever? I don't know. Hmm. Ten years. Ten years?
1: Yeah. isn't that Wasn't that the Mel Gibson timetable? I don't right. know.
2: <laughs> ever since I brought... Remember when I went off of the rails on Mel Gibson a few shows ago? Right. I've been seeing more and more articles pop up of people saying the same thing. Like, why is this motherfucker getting a pass?
0: <laughs> I'm curious, though. Mel Gibson has a huge following. Like, people love Mel Gibson from Lethal Weapon and the, uh, the uh, <laughs> damn, I can't, it's, it's not coming to me, Mad Max. Right. Jesse Smollett is, I mean, one, part he's on *Empire*, black, mm-hmm. and two, he was just on Empire. Like, I don't, I don't, it, you know.
1: He's right, not... that'll make it even easier for him to just kind of slide back in.
0: Yeah, you think? Yeah. Well, he can slide back in, like, doing
3: soap operas or something. It, evening stu- evening soap said, opera. What?
1: Something I didn't say this is going to magically propel him. No. Like, he's not going to go from being an empire to, you know, being an A-list actor, but
2: no. he'll oh, be yeah. able to work again. He can never get higher than where he was. We know that. But
1: well, I'm just saying- but he, a, can, he can
2: make- he, I feel like he
1: can make an, an
2: equivalent comeback.
3: It depends on how he handles it, too. I mean, if he actually comes out and has a, you know, a heartfelt apology and does some good for the world and, you know, actually repents a little bit in the public eye, he'll be fine.
2: Yeah, Mel Gibson did that, but I don't give him a pass. Right. It's well, well, a time I thing. I it's a time
1: thing, not a penance thing. People I, don't give a shit if you're honest with them.
2: I cannot look at that motherfucker in an old movie with him without thinking about that mm. shit. Just like I was watching CNN the other day, and I don't know how Jeffrey Tubin is still on, on fucking But, like, I see him on a panel with people sitting next to him. I go, how is that woman sitting next to him not thinking about his dick right now? Because <laughs> I would be. Like, how are you not doing that?
1: <laughs> I'm sure she was. I'm <laughs> sure who. I'm sure she was like, oh, do you remember that conference I had to go to? I had to sit next to Jerkoff, dude. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but then they get past it. They're like, "Yeah, you know, he didn't mean to or whatever. And- right.
2: I mean, I get it, too, if you know. Like, if it happened to a friend of mine, I would just laugh I'm like, you dumb fuck. I can't believe you left your camera on. You know, like, <laughs> it's not going to affect how I feel about somebody. But, like, you know, strangers would just be like, I mean, like, if I were Jeffrey Tubin, like, anytime I met somebody new, I'm like. Yeah, they're probably thinking about my dick right now.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. For quite some time that's gonna be the case.
2: Yeah.
3: Oh, you're that guy. Right. Ew. You
2: <laughs> can wash my hands.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's no, it's not that it's the inappropriateness of it. it it's it, it's the timing, not the act.
2: <laughs> well, it's not the, I mean, is it inappropriate? I mean, he just made a mistake. It's not like he knew he was on cam. Well, I guess he did, but he didn't know which feed it was going to. <laughs>
3: Well, he was, in, he was in a work meeting, jerking off. That is never... No, 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 no that's
2: that's not how it happened. What? He was done with the meeting, or something, or he thought he was off camera, or he thought he was gone. And then he had paid for something, like a, a s- sex worker type show, oh, or something, and then didn't know that he was still fed in with the CNN thing.
3: Oh, I thought it and was mid-conversation had- with other people.
2: No. Oh, no.
3: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, that, that's better. I don't know if
2: you could come back from
3: that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's better. That's That should have been his own private time, not work time. That is no, accidentally he, crossed. Yeah.
2: Well, I mean, that's what he thought. <laughs> yeah. He's like, day's over. Time to do what Jeffrey does alone.
0: <laughs> All right, I'm getting back to uh, some, some court cases here. Uh, so one thing going on, the whole January 6th committee... That is still going on, and it's still going on fairly strong. So we, we heard a couple more things this last week, and the one article that was on the Washington Post that kind of, I don't know, I didn't hear about it on CNN, I didn't hear much about it at all. But the the committee found that there was a really large funding of the January 6th rally that came from one person in particular, uh, Julie Fancelli. A seventy-two-year-old daughter of uh, the founder of the Publix grocery store. I had never even heard of Publix grocery store, but
2: oh, it's a Florida staple. Oh yeah, it's it's
1: it's I, probably the second largest chain in the U.S.
0: Yeah, so I yeah, it's it is huge. I just have never been exposed to it. Side right. note:
2: I met Joey Botafuco in a Publix in Florida.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
1: did you really? Yes. Huh. Was he doing, a like, an autograph signing, or did you recognize
2: him? Or like, no. Hey bro, I, what's up? I mean, I don't want to derail this this story, but no, that's not how it happened. <laughs> I ran into uh, – I'm walking around, and I ran into the guy who's – I can't na- remember his name, but it's very Jewish, who started Screw Magazine. Remember Screw? It was, like, lower than Hustler. Yeah. And, I mean, uh, no. <laughs> oh, well, yes. There was a magazine called Screw, and it was lower than Hustler. And this guy had just recently been on Howard Stern. And like he was, un- he was easily recognizable. And I'm like, "Oh my god, are you blah blah blah?" He's like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "What the fuck?" I'm like, "What are you doing?" Because I was at my grandmother's place, and um, I'm walking with him, and we get up to the to the to the counter, and he's like, "Oh, I got the boat. I'm renting the boat." He's like, "Yeah, I got Botafogo with me." And he stretches over, and there's Joey Botafogo like ringing up some fucking hot dogs or something, and he's like, <laughs> "Hey, what's up?" But I'm like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs>
1: And that's my uh, Joe Bonfouco story. <laughs> Thanks. That story made me happy.
0: <laughs> it sounds like a, a weird dream. Like, and then suddenly No, sure because then I tried
2: there. then I then my mom came over and I introduced the guy, and like he was looking at my mom and I go, This is really weird. I'm like, this fucking sex pervert. <laughs> Wait, I'm gonna look up the guy's name right now. Al Goldstein. Yeah, I told you it was very Jewish. <laughs> mm, pretty Jewish. <laughs> Okay, what were we talking about? <laughs>
0: <laughs> we were talking about Julie Ventelli. So
2: yeah, the owner of Publix.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: so she has donated uh a lot of money to different groups, and these groups use the money to help organize the rally. So she donated three hundred thousand dollars to a group called Women for America First. <laughs> Uh, $150,000 to a non-profit arm of the Republican Attorneys General Association, and $200,000 to State Tea Party Express. So she's funding all of these, like, severe right. right-wing groups that mm-hmm. then use that money to... I, I, so the donations apparently happened before the rally and were... were Pretty much for the rally, so she like threw a ton of money at this thing. Hmm. So the the January Six Committee is looking at her as to you know is she one of the people who really caused uh, all this violence to happen? Like what was what was the intent there? Again, she she
2: didn't want to pay more taxes. Yeah, that's it. (laughs) Sure,
0: (laughs) maximize Republicans.
2: (laughs) I hate
3: poor people. Mm. So, well, keep poor people poor is the the key part of
0: it. Yeah. Because I'm sure all of the all of this money can, you know, be write offs on our taxes. Sure. Not a, bit.
2: It's a it. It's a it's amazing the, the casualness of just being like, Yeah, here's three hundred thousand yeah. dollars. Just just take it. I get nothing really in return, any or at least nothing tangible, and don't try to think about what I can actually do with this money if I could do some good with it. Like
1: Well, as far as she thought, she was doing a lot of good with it. Yeah, I guess you're right. This was a giant thank you for the tax breaks that Trump pushed through when he was in office.
3: Sure. Keep them coming. Do
1: you know how much she got from those? <laughs> $300,000. She probably made $300 million. Mm. God. Yeah, mm. these rich scumbags will do anything to- Just stay rich? Maintain rich scumbaggery.
3: Oh, yeah. that's a drop in the bucket compared to what they saved in taxes. Yeah. Good investment. Oh, my
2: gosh. So much. And it just never, it never once goes, man, you know, I could like just- change one individual's life with $300,000, let alone, like, donate to something good. Like, but these no, thoughts never never come into their head. Like, no, if I had any... Like, if I was... And I know we've talked about this before. If I was Jeff Bezos, I'd be like, you know what, once a year, I'm just gonna pick a random person and just make their life great. Mm. And it will be a drop in the bucket for me. Be like buying a pack of gum. <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: Less than a day's wages. Yep,
2: Like, not even just for shits and giggles. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like... Let's do a little experiment. Let's give a bum a million dollars and see what happens. i would be
1: not up. super optimistic about the outcome of that experiment. <laughs>
2: I'm,
3: but I'm, hey, thinking, wh- I'm thinking um, uh, housing and a source of food would be a better choice for a lot of people. But
2: it's good No, instinct. no, I'm just saying, good like, just, just to – I don't know. I'd be a fun billionaire. I'd be doing wacky <laughs> shit like that all the time.
3: You'd be going to space and taking your buddies with you? Is that what you're saying?
2: <laughs> no, I wouldn't do that. Fuck that shit. Dude, I, I would give a bum – Uh, Or I'm sorry, I shouldn't say bum, a homeless person. I just give them a million dollars and go, you can take this million dollars and the only thing you have to do is let me film you like a documentary for a year and see what happens. And start doing experiments and do it with multiple homeless people and see the different outcomes. (laughs) I know it's not great, but shit, at least I'm doing something. Mm. (laughs) Yeah, I would feel like there's a
1: lot of liability there. Maybe you should talk to your millionaire (laughs) lawyer. (laughs) <laughs> about this plan. Yeah. They would definitely I,
0: tell you that you should, you know, put the money into politics. That way you, you can get something back from it.
2: <laughs> I get it, But we're talking about me, and I'd be like, dude, I have... I'm never going poor. So, shut up. Let me have my fun. <laughs> also, he could do both. It's just a million dollars. What's a million dollars to Bezos? <laughs>
3: yeah, it's nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I like Grinch's take. If uh, I was a billionaire, I'd do experiments on homeless people. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Whoa. <laughs> I'm getting a tattooed on my forearm. <laughs> uh.
0: So a little bit more information about this Fancelli. Apparently after the uh, January 6th, the RNC called to check on Fancelli. Because they wanted, they they had the discuss in a private conversation. They apparently had shown that she had donated about a million dollars to a joint account for the Trump campaign and the Republican Party. And she told uh, in the private conversation, this is according to somebody who was in the conversation, she told the RNC executives that she believed that the election was stolen and that she was backing the rally to fight for Trump. So she has given money to a whole bunch of different GOP candidates and the RNC in general. She has worked with Kimberly Guilfoyle. Of course. Oh boy. (sighs) Uh, Donald Trump Jr.'s wife. Yeah. So she's all on board. And according to uh, someone who is familiar with the RNC call, she had said that, well, she was described as being a right winger, smarter than a lot of the donors but has an affinity for Alex Jones and all the conspiracy theories. Oh. I think she needs to be in the news more. Uh, I don't know, just maybe my opinion, but...
3: Well, yeah, and going back to, you know, suing the people for the Charlottesville um parades. I mean, it, it, bleed them. Yeah, you have, to, you have to cut them off with the money. If this lady is providing, you know, multiple millions of dollars to support this nonsense, that's a, Yeah, a, but, I mean, I don't isn't, even make that continue. Right to,
2: isn't that her right to do whatever she wants with her money?
3: Yeah. But if she did it with explicit, you know, instructions, intent for um, to overturn the lawful power transfer. If we learned anything this
2: week, she was not the mastermind behind this fucking thing.
3: Well, who was, though? Have we got there yet? I I feel like it was Mark Meadows, maybe.
0: (laughs) He was certainly a focal point. Yeah. Yeah, that's where I was headed. I don't have anything about Mark Meadows, but man, he is in all the news now. Well, I think part of of the information.
3: I mean, he was the source of a lot of the um, uh, leaks from the White House during his tenure there I mean even when Trump was in the hospital there was a there was a, a video of him running over to the reporters as soon as Trump got there and you know filling him in on all the good juicy details and going off the record but they unfortunately filmed it and somebody showed it so he is he's a media darling. He wants to be in the news all the time. So I think a lot of what he's done recently has been just a ploy to stay in the news. I mean, first, he's going to go to the January 6th committee. Ooh, let's talk about that. Then he's got a book, and ooh, let's talk about that. Then he's not going to say anything to the January 6th committee. Ooh, let's talk about that. All we're doing is talking about Mark Meadows, which and I think is – then he says
0: that my, my book is entirely fake news.
3: Right. Right. Ooh, let's talk more about
2: Mark Meadows. <laughs> and then he hands over all his computers and and cell phones to the January 6th committee, and he goes, now I'm not working with you guys anymore. Right. Bye. Yeah. Well, great, we have all your texts here. This is awesome. We don't need you anymore.
3: <laughs> so this has all been a ploy just so we all talk about him. He really wants to be in the news for some reason.
2: Well, Success. God bless him because we're getting a lot of info <laughs> at him and I love it. Yeah. You know, I mean, he he doesn't strike me as the smartest person in the room.
3: No. Nope.
2: Maybe <laughs> slightly smarter than like a Devin Nunez.
3: Or Trump, sure.
2: No, no, Trump is the dumbest. <laughs> True. He thought the stealth plane was really invisible.
3: He thought you could inject, he thought you could clean out your your body with bleach. Karen, he thought there was invisible planes. (laughs) For real. He's like,
2: stand right next to it, you won't see it. (laughs) He's on camera saying (laughs) that.
3: Yep.
1: I don't hate any of that.
0: (laughs) That's all I got about the uh, the January 6th. You got anything else about it?
2: Oh boy, I don't even know where to begin. With there was the all the text messages from every Fox News host begging Mark to to get the president to uh th- disavow get him all to go the, home. Yeah. Yeah, all the shit. Even even Donald Jr. Yep. Texted him. He's like, "This shit has got to stop ASAP." But um,
3: I, I do find it curious that Donald Jr. couldn't text his father. He had to go through Mark Meadows.
2: Oh, come on. You find that surprising <laughs> for real?
3: <laughs> well, I don't know. You think he would have an emergency line to his dad, although he would know he'd use it every time. So I get it.
2: <laughs> it's. I mean, it's a possibility that he did try calling his dad and mm. Donald just didn't pick up. Sure. You know, um, then there's the uh, did you hear the thing about how the there was something with the National Guard and yeah. Mark Meadows was trying to bring the National Guard up, but only to protect the Trump supporters?
3: Right. We heard about this before, though. I mean, it just kind of whispers about it and how that they were the reason that they didn't show up to protect Congress because it was their initial
0: orders were to protect the protesters. (laughs) Problematic. I don't know where that leak came from, but I Mm. definitely remember hearing that before the Mark Meadows thing.
2: Oh, Oh, well, apparently it was confirmed. Like, there's this whole power. You you heard about the whole PowerPoint? PowerPoint, yeah. Yeah. thing where they lay out the whole fucking coup. I mean, uh I don't know how someone's not going to jail for this, but I don't know what to, I don't know what to make of all this information. I, I mean, like you know, a lot of people are saying that, like, yeah, this is all well and great, but when you start prosecuting people, it takes a long time, and by then, no one's gonna like nobody's gonna give a shit about this Steve Bannon shit because it's not happening until next year. Yeah, you know, um, so everyone's like it's all moot, and I'm just like, are we just gonna let this all go?
3: Yeah, but I if mean, we, if we do. It's going to happen again and it's going to be more successful next time.
2: But I mean, let it go in the sense that like if the Republicans take over next year, the, yeah, yeah. the, the, the house, this all disappears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, I mean, and then think back, they have Trump on tape telling the guy in Georgia, get me more votes. Yeah. How is
3: he not in jail? Yeah. How do people still support him?
2: I don't know. Well, well, that's easy. (laughs) That's that's not a question I'm thinking about. (laughs) These people live in an alternate fucking reality. I just saw something too recently. It might have been on CNN where they were interviewing some woman outside that Trump-Bill O'Reilly rally thing that didn't go so well for them. And um, they got on the subject of the military and she was like, oh, God, Donald Trump, he loved the military so much. He just talked about the troops all the time. And he goes... What about Joe Biden? She's like he hates the military, <laughs> and the and the guy goes, you know he was in the military, right? <laughs> and she's like, eh, it's like, and his son, his son was in the military, and she's like, yeah, right, whatever. <laughs> like she literally said that, and she's yeah. like, I don't know, but he's got people in his cabinet all hate the military, but Donald Trump loved the military, like the,
3: delusional. The, yeah,
2: the, the, the shit, like hearing that fucking phone call, that doesn't affect them, right? I don't know, man. I guess you're right. There's just some people you just fucking bulletproof, man, forever.
3: Well, I hope not, but I I fear that that is correct. You
2: think he could commit murder? You think he could commit murder and get away with it
3: when he was president? Yeah.
2: I mean, even now. Now. Even now. Guaranteed. Hmm. Like on tape, (laughs) like choking out Don Jr.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, nobody's going to really care about that. So, I mean, (laughs) still murder. I mean,
1: (laughs) I think yes. I think the stage has been set Mm. Um, that if he were videotaped murdering someone he would walk on a self-defense. Hmm. I'm almost certain of it. Again, this is why, You know, for about, you know, 15 seconds today, I was interested in the, you know, Liz Cheney reading Mark Meadows' text, and then I was like, well, I mean, just because you're presenting people with irrefutable concrete evidence, <laughs> t- well, what are you going to do with that sort of shit?
2: <laughs> well, you know, you know what I'm wondering, Exposed too, though? Expose
1: the fact that Fox News is
2: disingenuous? <laughs> oh, Surprise. I mean, yeah, that I was (laughs) like, well, they're just all going to deny that or or whatever or just gloss over it. But what – by reading these texts, like what is the case that they're – what is the case that they're trying to make?
3: I don't know that they are trying to make a case. I think they're just investigating. They're just following the leads, which is what the –
1: Right. I mean, you know, it's it's part of the fact that most, if not all of – they are trying to expose the fact that all of Donald Trump's co-conspirators – on the sixth, knew what was happening, mm-hmm. were in contact with him, knew it was wrong, asked him to stop, and then spent eleven months pretending that that never happened.
2: Right. So okay. So that so they are trying to prove that in some sense that this was they, that they planned on this happening, that planned on people storming the Capitol.
1: Right. Like for whatever reason, unlimited news footage on every major <laughs> network in the United States and abroad, covered the January 6th. This is, a in case that reality Mm -hmm. isn't enough, and Mm -hmm. it's not, this is another layer of them actively saying, we are gaslighting you. We are lying to your faces for the last 11 months. Here is additional proof that everything we're saying is false, also still not guilty. Mm -hmm. But at Mm -hmm. least someone is trying. Yeah, And I appreciate that. Effort.
0: Now, my understanding of the committee is that they can't really do anything themselves. I mean, they can subpoena people, get information, but then they can make recommendations to the Department of Justice. Am right. I correct in right. that? Right. Yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They can't. Yeah.
0: They're a legislative body.
2: So I guess that's one thing we got going for us is that at least right. in 2022, I mean, like Merrick Garland will still be the AG. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. I, again, but that's the, no one of any consequence at any level will face consequences and you know i mean that's not their intent they're not trying to put anybody in jail they're not trying to correct what happened this is a move by the democrats to not lose control of the house and senate in 2022 consequences are so far from a possibility mm. the consequence is republicans don't win back the house and senate mm. that's the consequence no one's trying to prove someone committed a crime or put someone in jail or hold someone accountable for, uh you know, the, the damage done or the lives lost. That's that's a pipe dream. That's out the window. Just, this is all a political move. Everything is a bullshit political move, which is then, you know, just another layer of keeping people fighting, keeping people distracted and more tax breaks for the rich.
3: It does expose the truth of what happened. That's the the the, sure. the good part about it, and it you know it 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 won't matter to a core thirty percent or whatever percentage of it is, but it, it it will matter to a lot of people that when it's laid bare what, how they were lied to, people don't I mean, like being lied to.
0: Again, though, pretty much everybody everybody who paid attention knows what happened. Sure, like a lot of people the don't pay attention the though. Giuliani speech, they, like we know what happened on January sixth. The fact that it's being investigated at at one level, at the base level, I mean, it just, it seems silly. We all know what happened.
2: What if they're going through Mark Meadows' phone and they find there's a voicemail on there where Mark is talking to Trump. And Trump's like, so we're all set for the six, right? We're going to get these people all riled up and they're going to break in there and cause destruction. We're we're all set for this? And Mark's like, you know it, boss. (laughs) Does anything happen if that were to come out? No. I don't I know this is a complete hypothetical. I know this this probably doesn't exist, although who knows with Mark Meadows?
3: Well, I find it I interesting the, the number of people that were sending the text messages saying, oh, my God, please make it stop coming from inside and outside, from inside the Capitol building, from from mm-hmm. Fox News, from family. Trump was the only one who was like, yeah, yeah, go, go. I mean, maybe a few others like Steve Bannon. But,
2: you know, you got a point there. Maybe this was not as planned. It just got out of hand.
3: But I mean, there. But there were a few people that were very much into it. Trump was very much into this. This made him very happy.
2: No, I understand that. But I'm saying, like, you know, like I, I've always, I've, I've, I've often said that, like, with 9/11, like I don't think their plan was to knock down those buildings. Like, I think their plan was to kill some people and fuck up a landmark. But like, when the buildings collapsed, I'm like, wow,
3: that was. Bonus. I don't think
2: they were. Yeah, I don't think they're expecting that. And mm-hmm. like, maybe this is the same type of situation. They wanted people protesting and yelling and screaming, but. Actually, breaking in, they're like, "Oh my god, this was not what we wanted."
3: They just wanted to keep the fear and the hatred and the yeah. the, the noise and the donations. They didn't want actual I mean, and, death.
2: <laughs> yeah, and you can tell by the text messages that people are like, "This is gonna be a stain on his presidency." You know, right. like this has got to stop. Yeah. I mean, granted, they're like, obviously, they didn't realize what kind of voters they were dealing with because they love this shit.
0: Yeah, Trump knew.
2: So they went to jail. The ones in jail probably are not that happy. <laughs>
0: All right. I think, uh, I think I'm think i moving on. Right.
2: Well, there, I got to say, there is sure. lo- I pro- probably should have investigated. There's a lot more with this Meadows and PowerPoint shit. Oh, yeah. With, like, bullying Mike pants, all kinds of crazy shit that I do not remember. Because I was too busy playing Farming Simulator 22. But go on.
0: <laughs> so the next thing I have, and it's uh, the next several things, it's all about Supreme Court. Uh, first off, I, t- this seems like a long time ago, but again, just being at home all the time, I think I have completely lost a grasp of time. <laughs> Supreme Court did rule on the Texas abortion law, kind of. They said that uh, the abortion clinic can still sue, but they did not uh, do anything about the the law itself, which is, I mean, I, I guess it fits with this Supreme Court.
1: Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's that's the last legitimate ruling by the Supreme Court they're done mm-hmm. they're just this just just keep going just go nuts mm-hmm. why does anybody hold back anymore they're just lazy I guess yeah.
0: um along with Texas Alabama is now going to be the fourth state that is trying to get a copycat version of Texas's uh, abortion ban in place sweet because why not
2: yeah I heard Gavin Newsom's going to do this. Is going to copy that <laughs> fucking thing, but with guns. <laughs> get him, Gavin. I don't know how that. I don't it. know how that works.
3: But
0: hey, that was next. Yeah, so <laughs> he wants to put a law in place that would give private citizens the ability to sue the gun manufacturers and assault weapons dealers um, after any sort of uh, mass shooting.
2: Hmm. Uh oh, NRA's going to get out on that. Oh, I'm. That's I'm that, very, that's who they protect. Yeah, I'm very <laughs> oh, absolutely.
3: Sure. But there's precedent now, so.
2: Yeah. Oh, my God. W- what have you done, Abbott? You, you're going to destroy this <laughs> fucking whole country. Yeah. Now they're going to wind up laws like this for fucking everything. Exactly.
1: I'm down with the days of the bounty hunter are back, baby. Yeah. Dog, 2024.
0: Except it's not- <laughs> go- He's getting my vote. It's not going to be dog. It's going to be, I've got my lawyer and we're going to sue you. Mm-hmm. It's it's a way worse version of bounty hunter. <laughs>
1: That's fine. I'll vote for Attorney Edgar Snyder for President 2024.
0: (laughs) Edgar Snyder. (laughs) So there were also oral arguments uh, last Wednesday that uh, the Supreme Court's Republican-appointed majority uh, seems to be really ready to deal a blow to the separation of church and state. Uh, They were hearing Carson versus Macon, which is basically... The state of Maine is going to be required to subsidize religious education. So this this goes back to DeVos, the fact that DeVos is pulling money out of public schools and channeling it toward uh, private and and the whole what's it, not coupon what was it called the charter schools voucher. vouchers. Thank you. Yeah. So a lot of public schools are closing. So if you don't have a public school in your local area, the government provides you with an equivalent amount of money to send your kid to a private school. Which, you know, I guess that makes sense. Except, what if all the private schools in your area are religious? That means that the state is going to be funding religious-based education. And again, because they're religious, they get exceptions to following school guidelines. They don't have to teach all the things that a public school would have to teach because they're private and they're religious. So, you may not be getting the same education that you would if you were going to a public school, but the government's giving money to these schools anyway, and it looks like the way that they the way that the republican uh members of the Supreme Court spoke it really seems like that's that's the way they're headed that the state will have to fund uh religious schools
1: oh, a hundred percent did you get a chance to to read all of the questions that the majority were asking?
0: No. Uh, I saw a couple of things were so not
1: going it. their way. They would just make up a hypothetical situation Ugh. and, and ask the the uh, representative from Maine about it. And like Brett Kavanaugh was like, well, what kind what, what if a funding, what if a school here in Maine were teaching anti-Christian dogma, would they get funding? <laughs> and the person was like, well, justice Kavanaugh, which school is that specifically? And he was like, oh, I was you know, I'm just making a point. And you're like, you're just, Shooting out bullshit to support your obviously corrupt agenda. Right. God damn it.
0: The one article that I thought was very interesting I saw an article in the Washington Post that said that uh, the Supreme Court's conservatives appear to be guided by the idea that the Establishment Clause has been misinterpreted and that to not give favor to religion is itself discrimination against religious people. <laughs> I thought that was a very succinct way of putting it. Say that one more time. The Establishment Clause, the clause in the Constitution that says that there should be no establishment of uh, a national religion, basically, right. The the article says that the court conservatives are misinterpreting the Establishment Clause in a way that that says to not give favor to religion is itself a discrimination against religious people. <sighs> So that the, the – I thought that's that what you said. They're, they're reading the Establishment Clause in a way that promotes Christianity, basically.
3: That's creative.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: But isn't this, like, bound to kind of backfire on them in some ways because Christianity is not the only religion in this country? <laughs> I don't know what country you're living in, dude. <laughs> well, no, I know, I know what they think, but, like – Someone's gonna find a way with a fucking loophole, like a fucking Scientologist or something. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, like there's all kinds of different things that are actual recognized religions. You know, like I mean, I understand in the in the long run what their what their agenda is, and but like they're also gonna have to take the good with the bad. No, they won't. So, oh, yeah. so they'll just oh, so that stuff will get shut down. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay.
3: You're right. What was I
2: thinking? <laughs> it's yeah. not like we have actual laws that we follow,
3: But yeah. we just make not, laws. Not, yeah, I was
2: gonna say.
1: Not to have consequences for rich people or organizations. It's only the poor, Jared. Only
2: the poor are subject to laws. Mm. Thank you, Grinch. That's exactly what I heard when I said that, too. (laughs) I had had the rest of the song going in my head.
0: You take them both and there you have the facts of life.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, A strange note, though. The Supreme Court has allowed the vaccine mandate in New York to stand. So they, they, there were doctors and nurses that got together and challenged the state vaccine requirement. Um, it had medical but not religious exemptions. And they said that it violated the exercise of their faiths. And the Supreme Court uh, came down on, uh, on the, the correct side and said, no, the vaccine mandate for health workers uh, stays in place. Hmm.
1: Seems reasonable.
0: I'm I'm suspicious.
1: Hey, again, <laughs> They're zealots. They're not idiots. They don't want to die from COVID. Mm.
3: So they don't actually believe their God will save them. Okay. Correct. Yeah.
1: The Supreme Court is all fully vaccinated and fully boosted. Oh, sure. They they don't want to just sit there on their top of the roof basketball court and wait for the Omega variant to come and kill them all. (laughs) If they all die from COVID, they won't get a chance to subjugate
2: other religions. How disappointing is that?
3: Well, that's true. They, They can't win if they're dead. (laughs)
2: <laughs> yeah. God, they're so young too. Uh, yeah. They are.
3: <laughs> Not all of them.
2: The true Trump legacy. Mm, yeah. God, is there any way some of these older ones can fucking kick the bucket during uh, Biden's presidency? Please. And please now before the end of 2022? Seems unlikely. Great. Yeah. So we'll just get fucked again in four years. Great. Yeah. Wrap it up. I'm leaving this planet. <laughs> I'm leaving the fucking planet. <laughs> Fuck the country. Three. Right.
1: Total coincidence that three of them go while Trump and and McConnell are in charge. mm -hmm. Everybody will be fine for Biden's whole run.
0: Now, just to just to, you know, keep it square and and let you know where everybody stood. The uh, there was a dissent to this ruling about the vaccine mandate written by Gorsuch. Uh, And it was I mean, it was written, but you could tell that he was mad uh he he had in the uh in the dissent he wrote that New York acted out of animosity toward unorthodox religious beliefs so he was he was angry that that the court came down where it was so that's where gorsuch lies hmm. that religious beliefs needs to to definitely trump everything. trump everything else wow yeah to me that's a little unexpected from gorsuch but i you know okay i guess
1: right i thought he was a straight up corporate guy but Apparently not. Apparently, he likes his fringy religious beliefs too. Yeah. <sighs> All
0: right, I'm moving on to some conspiracy theories. Um, specifically, this one has been brought up by Jared many times. And birds uh, aren't real. Birds aren't <laughs> real. There's a there's an article from the New York Times that talked to Peter. I don't know how you pronounce that name. Macindo? mackindo I don't know. Who knows? Uh, but in any case. He was apparently one of the organizers, one of the starters of the Birds Aren't Real movement. His goal was to create a conspiracy that was so far out there that it was unbelievable, and it was to mock all the other conspiracy theories. So the the people who are behind the Birds Aren't Real (laughs) conspiracy don't believe it. They were they're mocking conspiracy theories because who could possibly believe that birds aren't real and that they're just surveillance drones?
2: Well, and as cliche as it sounds, the rest of America is like, hold my beer, buddy. Right, exactly.
0: (laughs) Now we have a movement. We have people who do believe that birds aren't real and are conspiracy. It's a conspiracy to to surveil the population, which is insane. But yeah, it all started because of a. uh, an attempt to just mock the uh, con- conspiracy theories. And they
2: bought this it. Sounds like an experiment I would try.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what, <I'm> a billionaire. <laughs> Once again, I have to mention, though, the profane argument gives and the world takes. <laughs> we were on this bird <laughs> shit two months ago.
0: <laughs> to me, it's just so, a, a crazy ending to this, to this story. I mean, I'm sure it's not ending because no. we have thousands and thousands of people who believe the birds aren't real. I'm. I'm surprised do, do they, we don't yeah, have people say, do shooting they, birds out of trees at this point.
2: Yeah, but wouldn't that blow your theory? Or is the are they like uh, Terminators? You know, like metal skeleton with flesh over it. That's why there's blood and organs and everything like that. Because if you shot your first bird and, and it bled to death, you'd be like, "Well, maybe they are real."
3: Yeah, reality doesn't doesn't infringe on
0: you know fantasy though.
1: Oh, it's true. Aren't they still camping out waiting for JFK Jr. to show they up? Are. Damn
0: right they are. I'm posting one of my favorite images from the article. It's a billboard that says birds aren't real, and it's got about a dozen birds on top of it.
2: Ah, yeah, those birds are watching for the people who are getting the message so they can track them further.
0: It seems like every week, Ron Johnson does something to try and get in my newsfeed. This last one, he actually recommended as a treatment to the coronavirus during a town hall meeting. Uh, he recommended gargling with mouthwash. That'll protect you because it's been shown that mouthwash will kill the the virus. So you know if you think that was you're Ron safe. Johnson, yeah, Senator Ron Johnson from Wisconsin.
1: Oh, that's weird because that one's true.
0: Well, mouthwash, hundred percent true. Mouthwash Shh. will kill the virus, Shh. but it won't stop it.
1: Totally true. It's all you need.
0: Mouthwash. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
3: Say, don't, go to, don't bother going to the hospital. They're all full anyway. They're just going to kill you. Stay home yeah. and gargle mouthwash.
2: I, I thought That's this a- was a Seth Meyers joke. I didn't know this was real. <laughs> like when he, he made a joke about having to start the news being like, no, mouthwash will not help you against COVID. I was like, I thought he was just using that as an example. I didn't know somebody really said that.
3: The yep. senator said it. <laughs> oh, US but
2: Ian's right. It is true. Yep. By all the
0: scope. (laughs) At this point, I'm going to completely distance the podcast from the (laughs) statement because uh, on something that I completely forgot about. Uh, YouTube struck down our last uh, episode due to medical misinformation. Oh, no. (laughs) Yeah. So I'm not going to run with this. (laughs) Wait,
2: what were were we advocating Republicans kill themselves with and that me?
0: (laughs) I don't know, but probably that's what it was.
2: I mean we do mention copper rods up your ass at least once every episode, so
0: <laughs> Right.
1: Those are saving lives.
0: <laughs> so this is again, this is not the first time that YouTube has struck one of our videos down. I appealed previously, and every other time I've said, Look, we are debunking misinformation. Yes, we'll talk about it and we'll link to it, but we're t- we're doing the opposite and they've reinstated our videos. Not this time. Mm. So I don't I don't deal know what we do. Side note,
2: you load every podcast up to YouTube? Yeah. You need to give me the site for that, because somebody was asking to listen to the show and was like, I'm more apt to listen to it if it's on YouTube. And I said, I'm like, I think it's on YouTube. And we went and did it. But the whatever link I found for it, the last show you loaded was three years ago. Oh. oh.
0: yeah Yeah. I, yeah. I will, so, I will so, get a link and uh, I will try to post it.
2: All right. Not that this has anything to do with what we're talking about. Right. <laughs> but now people know they can listen on YouTube. Yep. Well wasn't there a thing with YouTube like you couldn't even say COVID and they were striking down videos?
0: Yeah, they they got a little yeah, little crazy with it for a while there. Okay, another thing that is not real news, another I guess conspiracy, I don't know. It's a new illness called Vades mm. that has come out of the uh, conspiracy dark web, I don't know. Uh vaccine acquired immunodeficiency syndrome. it's not a real condition the vaccine doesn't cause any syndromes it's yeah it's just totally fine. oh they're
3: using it as an excuse to not get vaccinated yeah
0: Mm -hmm. because of (sighs) of Vades Vades all right I think the word AIDS scared enough people that that, that's what they're that's what they're going with
2: well I'll let you know in a week how much this Vades thing is catching on I'll go talk to my conspiracy friend if he starts talking about Vades I'll know it's catching on (laughs) wow
0: uh, while we're talking about it, uh, kind of coronavirus. Um, hey, it's way worse out there now. Yeah, hospitals are way full at the moment in well, some areas. Three states in the Northeast have uh, called upon the National Guard <laughs> to help them with their uh, hospitals. Uh, they've they've asked for medical aid, um, doctors, supplies, so forth from the National Guard in order to, uh, um deal with the situation. Um, even locally here, I know that we've had our local hospital has been turning ambulances away, telling all the ambulance services to take them to uh, nearby towns, nearby towns, in quotes.
3: Yeah. That's fine in New York City when there is, you know, a hundred other hospitals to pick from, but we've got one. Otherwise, you got to drive for, I don't know. 45 minutes, to... I think, is the closest. Yeah, I think there's one in Tyrone, but I do Tyrone. <laughs>
2: If Look, that's if where you, the ambulance takes you, that's where you're
1: going. This
3: is true.
2: If you need COVID treatment, just go to Mexico. <laughs> what? All right. <laughs> Same thing with your abortion. How?
1: Just go to Rite Aid and get some mouthwash. Uh-oh. Yeah, you can do
2: that too. So, Ian, who's going to get this first, you or me? Yeah. I, we're, What's that? We're ba- who's going to get COVID first? Me. I don't know, man. Do you? Are you wearing your mask every day at work?
1: I am wearing my mask every day at work because I'm constantly convinced everybody who comes in has COVID.
2: I, I am not, mm. and I keep forgetting to wear my mask in certain areas. I'm getting very complacent.
3: Mm. Sometimes
2: mm. I'll walk in and be like, Ah, oh, fuck! I forgot my mask. You know, go get your booster. I'm pr- okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you to be if you're gonna act like that, go get your booster.
1: I well, still won't. That's not gonna prevent either one of us from getting COVID. True. It'll just prevent either one of us from dying from COVID or
3: passing it on to friends and family. Well, I mean, help. I, it, it'll help.
2: Yeah, but until I get that, uh, the booster, I mean, how well protected am I? I'm pretty good, right? I mean, like most of these, they say like 99% of the people in the hospital are still all unvaccinated. Right.
3: Oh, no, it's, yeah. uh, no, people in, the, people in the ICU, I think the numbers are pretty high, but in the hospital is like uh, two thirds are unvaccinated. Wow. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's, I just now heard one, it was something more like
3: 90%. That's in the ICU, not in hospital in general. You can still. I mean, the people that are that are vaccinated and are in the hospital are people with comorbidities. They're you know they're older. They've got diabe- diabetes. They're obese. They smoke. Stuff like that.
0: Well, in any case, the uh, the. New I mean, variant, I'm still getting the booster. By the way, <laughs> right? <laughs> the the variant uh, supposedly is works. It, it is able to get around the Pfizer vaccine reasonably well um then that we we know that because in south africa where the variant came out um mostly people had the pfizer vaccine so we we know that that's the case but uh su- supposedly if you have the uh, the booster shot if you've had three shots uh the variant is it it, it works better against the uh, omicron variant so since we it's now that... spreading in the u.s uh yeah go get a booster
2: <laughs> and we can take that pfizer pill too right that might be ready at the end of the month
0: pretty soon yeah
2: I think what that's one saying.
3: of those ones you have to get. You, you have to take it early, and so when you initially get symptoms
0: within the first seven
3: days, I think. So yeah. you, you got to be on it, but it's, it doesn't help you once you're, you know, an ICU. But still, good therapy.
0: Uh, whatever you do, uh, you should not be in uh, Missouri. There's an article <laughs> on Ars Technica about Missouri. The health department has basically abandoned all COVID health measures because the government, uh, the the governor, and the legislative have strip them of all power um they they really can't put any quarantine orders contact tracing they've they've basically stopped uh they're they're saying yeah good luck we, wow. we can't do anything for you because the government has stopped us from doing anything jesus what the hell so hey if you're in missouri good luck <laughs> maybe go get a booster <laughs> yeah
1: Again, if 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 I knew that it would stay in Missouri, I'd be like, "Sweet, go get some mouthwash." Right. Yeah, I, I was just saying the same thing.
2: I'm like, maybe this should just weed out all the idiots.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's that's. I mean, believe me, the profane argument is not responsible for what Ian and Jared are about no. to say, <laughs> but by all means, <laughs> just let them go nuts, go nuts. I, I won't miss a single one of you.
0: And the, and the the real problem with this, I mean, I I, I can't disagree with you, except. That The problem is right. that it will be an incubation center it's not for, for mutating right. virus. Right.
3: Correct. There's no walls around Missouri. They'll leak out. 52% of them of the state is fully vaccinated. 52. Wow.
0: Anyway, that's all I've got about the virus. On different, totally different gear shift, changing news, uh, Chris Wallace. Mm. Um, I wondered if you guys had any theories on why Chris Wallace left Fox News.
2: He's done with their
0: shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, clearly. Although in his final statement, he said his entire time there, they let him ask questions that he wrote. Like he was always able to do whatever he wanted, interview the people that he wanted. Like he, that was his final statement.
2: Yep. Yeah, but I think regardless, he doesn't want his legacy to have been at Fox News.
3: Right. I, he, I mean, he is the, the 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 person that they point at and say, "We are a legit, legitimate news organization." We have Chris Wallace. He does the news every night, 10 o'clock or whatever the heck it is. He's the face that they put up there to say we are legitimate, and he didn't want to be that face anymore.
0: I don't even think it was I mean, every night. I think it was uh, once a week. Oh, okay. Whatever. I don't— Yeah, you know, he he comes from journalism royalty. Yeah. I don't think Fox News could handle actual news more than an hour a week.
1: <laughs> right. And even then— I would be that, surprised. He, I know that that is what he said, mm. But I would be surprised if they didn't encourage him to seek employment elsewhere. Also possible.
0: Yeah. Well, he and Tucker are definitely on different pages. So.
2: (laughs) Yeah. And
0: CNN probably threw a ton of cash at him to to head up their new streaming service. I wouldn't doubt it. I mean, I I have to think he has a strong following. He's been around.
2: Oh, sure. Well, I mean, that's the. I mean, who knows? I mean, it's Fox News viewers probably hated him. Oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) You know?
3: Well, yeah, he was not nearly as exciting as the rest of them.
2: Yeah, you know, for telling the truth and and actually well, following yeah, up he, on a question. He, again,
1: he tried to provide actual news yeah. for an hour a week. No one wants that. I mean, it
0: was biased, <laughs> but it was mm-hmm. it it was journalism, not right, not just lies and made up right. crap. <laughs> uh, speaking of which, I saw on the on the internet, I think it was on Reddit, I'm not sure, that apparently Santa Claus has a new policy. That uh, if you tell too many lies during the year, he just shows up and sets your tree on fire. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why uh, – I think that's what happened with, uh, with Fox, Fox News. News.
3: The thing that people always gloss over on that story that makes me laugh is that it wasn't a real tree. They had a right. metal-framed fake tree. I mean ha- – It doesn't how... matter. But it, it's it's just so, you know, disingenuous of them. <laughs> So anti-Christian of them to not have a real Christmas tree.
1: I would argue that it's environmentally savvy of them.
3: <laughs> you think that's why they did it?
1: <laughs> I can't be sure.
3: <laughs> I'm thinking they
1: – I'm unwilling to speculate as to their motive.
3: I think it's cheaper and it, it, it was a more um, uh, perfect shape. <laughs> Fakeness did not what, count. Well, I, who cares?
2: I, I don't understand what the difference is.
3: I don't know. It's just for – for the super Christian, you know uh, – it just seemed off to me that they wouldn't have a real tree. I mean, not just, you yeah, know. I, I
2: didn't think that was like a thing. Like, I hmm. just assumed, you know, like, I never saw like, I'm oh, more religious than you. I got a real tree. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: don't know. It just it just seemed off to me. I just, evidently, that's just me, though.
2: What I'm, more, what I'm thinking is going to come out is that somebody high up at Fox News paid that fucker to do it. Because <laughs> they've been talking about nothing but that. Yeah. And it is like, they're like, the war on Christmas is on, baby. If you forgot about it, we're going to remind you. And then Ainsley Earhart is like, we're going to take that homeless, mentally challenged person and put the fucking screws to them. <laughs> Murder. <laughs> wow. Death. Hang them. Shoot them. They are mad. That Christmas tree represented Hanukkah as well. <laughs> Apparently. I don't know how, but it did.
0: <laughs> that was yeah. her story. Yeah.
2: It was the Chanukah tree. <laughs> uh, I imagine that everybody at that news place got boners and whatever women get, hard nipples <laughs> <laughs> when that tree went up because it was great material for their people. I mean, that's like true. my friends, my friend's father just good talking about it. Like it's it's the most despicable thing to ever happen in this country. Oh
1: my god, did you hear Megan McCain? Yeah, that was. She doesn't want to hear another word about this January 6th nonsense yes. because this is equivalent, if not worse. What? Yes. 100% yes. Wow.
2: You don't see the parallels? <laughs> wow. No. <laughs> I can't make heads or tails of Mega McCain. <laughs> Sometimes she seems like she's like all there, and then other times she's like completely loopy.
1: <laughs> oh, no. She's pointless. She is there to toe the line. Oh yeah. No matter what. Oh, wait. I,
2: I answered my own question in my head for me. I forgot. Because Trump didn't like her father. So that was the only reason why sometimes she sounded normal. Right. Right.
1: right. Absolutely. She's not Ted Cruz. Yeah. She's not willing to throw her family under the bus for money. But anything else, she's like, woohoo, let's go.
0: <laughs> I got nothing on Megan McCain. She makes no sense to me whatsoever.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, she's a pointless person coasting on name recognition.
0: Right. That is exactly true. Yeah. All right, I got a couple a uh, couple final stories here. Uh, first, uh, Karen got a little uh, a little ahead of me on the posting stuff in Discord, and it confused uh um, Sorry, <laughs> Switzerland is soon to be testing a suicide machine. So this is I, I don't know a suicide booth. It's like <laughs> oh
1: yeah that that uh that crazy uh s- capsule yeah. Yeah, that thing looks awesome.
0: It's called a circo. Sarco Sarco, I think. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's basically like a a little coffin-looking capsule that... uh,
1: Oh, no, it looks way too awesome (laughs) to be a coffin. Looks like the cockpit of a (laughs) Starfighter. Yeah, okay.
0: (laughs) Uh, But apparently you you climb into it, and uh, it fills the chamber with uh, nitrogen, which then depletes you of oxygen. You just quietly go to sleep... And uh, there's no like choking or gasping. You just go to sleep, and uh, the oxygen deprivation, uh, yeah, quickly uh, within a few minutes, uh, you are no more. That sounds horrifying to me. <laughs> but <laughs> horrifying, just shoot me in the head. What? <laughs> what? what?
2: <laughs> Seems overly complicated. But you just you just go to sleep. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. I me, I am so scared of asphyxiating then this is the method they come up with. <laughs> right. Just can't we have like some super hot plasma in there that just burns me instantly?
1: Yeah, I'm way into the sarco.
2: Not me. Fuck that
0: shit. I'm very curious uh what the testing procedure is going to be. Animals. <laughs> Put a couple monkeys in that machine.
1: Yeah, it's probably thinking... Of course, I didn't mean to chuckle, but that's what I was thinking.
0: <laughs> there are uh there are people who are way against it. Uh obviously everybody who is against suicide is trying to come up with reasons why this is horrible. First there's the argument that well, if you have a way to commit suicide, more people are just going to want to commit suicide. <laughs> and then there's the argument of, well, what if it's abused? What if people start using it to kill people who didn't want to commit suicide? And like guns, right? My answer to that is: <laughs> What the fuck? you think that isn't already going on? Like, yeah. the the I think the who would commit murder in such an asinine way? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, you got to make it look like a suicide. That makes it. Easy. I think the claw marks on the inside before the nitrogen kicks in might be a yeah. giveaway.
3: Well, they do give you phenobarbital to put you to super sleepy land before they put you in the box.
0: I hope so. Yeah. You don't you don't go in fully awake. And then of course there is the uh the the major thing that people have problems with is that this can be created via a 3D printer, apparently. What the mm. fuck size of three D printer do these people have?
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, again, maybe you're printing out, you know, pieces at a time and assembling it that Ooh. way. I guess I don't um <laughs> I don't understand the, the the fear or hesitation about this device. You talking to me? <laughs> No, just in general. Oh. I, I know you – I'm not saying I want to be in one. I'm saying that I am a supporter and an advocate for quality of life and medically assisted uh, suicide for the terminally ill, and this seems like a very practical option for this. And then the weird fear-mongering around no. it, <laughs> it's going to be – they're just going to lure
2: people into them and kill them against their will. <laughs> Uh, well, they gonna yeah, put with put, you. put candy in it, and then people are gonna right. fly <laughs> in and ooh candy. Oh, people oh, can lay down too; it's comfy. Quick, get get in my VR pod; it'll be cool. <laughs> yeah. Want to play Skyrim in this thing? Ah, fucker, gotcha. <laughs> I do. I, yeah, I could have. Ju- I could have just gone to your house and shot you, but
0: <laughs> I do get Jared's argument. And if you're not for this, then don't use it. I get it. Right? That yeah, I'm totally behind. Oh, that. Oh yeah,
2: I mean. I, I mean, I agree with Ian. I just like if you know, given a choice, this is not the way I would personally go. Right?
0: <laughs> sure. Fair enough. <laughs> anyway, I thought it was interesting, and the image that they have of this thing—that is definitely not from a 3D printer. Like, like, like Ian it described. Look like that it, looks yeah. like a, a pod from some sort of space thing. Like, it's yeah, it looks cool. All right. Final thing that I've got. I mentioned Yuri Geller in the beginning. And he did. Oh yes, yeah, I got about that. I am sure this is just to get his name back in the news, and it's working. Uh, he has claimed that he truly believes. Like that makes any difference, but he truly <clears throat> believes that aliens have been studying us and will appear sometime soon. <laughs> soon? soon, he soon thinks as in that quotes? they are preparing <laughs> us for contact. Kind of like the Steven Spielberg close encounters kind of way. They will probably land on the White House lawn or somewhere that he actually said on the White House lawn or somewhere. Mm -hmm. And then all of our science fiction films about alien encounters will be become true. When questioned further, he said, well, I don't think that we're talking about thousands or even hundreds of years I, I would say 60 to 75 years is going, to, it's going to happen. So when I'm long dead, he really <laughs> walked it back with that statement. Like they're coming soon, you know, 60 to 70 years when all of you are. Yeah, not in my lifetime. Right. Sir. right. When all of. <laughs> and, so don't
2: ask me about this a second time, but.
0: All of us are dead and nobody can fact check on me. <laughs>
2: and out of all the countries in America or in the world, they're going to America. Right. Mm. <laughs> Well, duh. Yeah, I mean, that just makes sense. But yeah, I
1: mean, last time he let someone fact check him, it didn't work out for him. (laughs) Quick, everybody, watch. I can bend spoons with my mind. All I have to do is touch (laughs) them with my hands
2: and bend them.
3: (laughs) And you can't see them ahead of time.
2: Please do not let James Randi handle my equipment.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So some of his uh, substantiating facts, he says that the pyramids in Egypt and Easter Island... In Chile as well, there's no doubt that they were built by a higher knowledge. He uh, (laughs) cites as some monuments around the world, such as Stonehenge, were built with acoustical energy from extraterrestrial Mm. knowledge.
3: They were built by people with slaves and a lot of time on their hands. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right. Yes. Having made
0: all these statements, does he at once ever say how he knows all this information? Uh, As far as I can tell, it was just, I believe And because he had done the whole spoon thing, people put him in the newspaper.
2: You know, when you started this conversation and you said in just a way for Yuri Geller to get back in the news, I was like, I think we got a 50%
0: shot he's going to be an anti-vaxxer now. (laughs) (laughs) No, he didn't go that far. I'm actually kind of okay with his, you know, sometimes, somewhere, someone's going to appear and do something. Yeah. (laughs) Good enough
2: for me, Yuri. No further questions needed. <laughs> Solved.
1: Oh, that's that's a downer. Good. But not that much.
2: Good for him. Still, that's he's still your... working. He's still working.
3: <laughs> while he was on, I don't know, uh, TV. I'm not sure what it was. He was doing. He was on uh, Israel's vaccine drive, and he did his spoon trick while getting his vaccination.
2: <laughs> Do these people not have fucking YouTube? I mean. <laughs> I mean, not to mention, he went on national television and couldn't do shit when Johnny Carson tested him. Right. Right.
3: Set up a couple of limitations, and and yeah, that was it.
2: And Carson had a cigarette in his mouth, and what read all over his face was, get the fuck out of (laughs) here.
0: It's just amazing he's still relying on the spoon thing. I think he came up at some point in a discussion because uh, he sued Pokemon. Because (laughs) one of their characters, one of the Pokemon, has spoons, and it's a psychic Pokemon, and he sued them. Because that was his idea. It was like,
1: was he successful? Twelve or
0: fourteen years later, he finally withdrew the suit because he wasn't getting oh, anywhere, good. and he had spent hundreds of thousands of <laughs> dollars on it.
2: Jesus, that's like you know I read that Kylie Jenner tried to trademark the name Kylie, that's a, and what? and then instantly got sued by Kylie Minogue, <laughs> and and Kylie Minogue won like. <laughs> So the reason I brought up the thing about Yuri Geller maybe being an anti-evac actually, to get back in the news, because have you seen Jim Brewer lately? Or do you even do you remember Jim Brewer? I, I remember, yeah. yeah. I
1: saw him. Uh, he came up here to the Community Arts Center and did a stand-up show last year, I want to say. I saw was, him live. He was, was great. pre-COVID. Re- I went like this. <laughs> he's uh, funny.
2: Really? Because post-COVID, not so funny.
1: Oh, he stopped being telling jokes?
2: He's Well, he's telling jokes, but they're not funny. Uh, he, uh, maybe about like three or three months ago. Remember he was on Tucker Carlson? No. Nobody saw that? Jim Brewer was on Tucker Carlson and he was- Goat Boy? (laughs) Yes. Jim Brewer? Goat Boy Jim Brewer was bitching and moaning that, uh, his shows, people weren't allowed to go to his shows because of COVID and they needed vax cards or something like that. And he started doing a sheep noise, you know, being like, they're all sheep and shit like that. And I was like, wow, Jim- Way to way to put your livelihood over people's lives. I was
1: gonna say it's cutting into his bottom line,
2: right? <laughs> and then, uh, but now he's got a whole act going on where he goes to right wing functions. You know, all people wearing cowboy hats and American flags, and he's uh, making jokes about people being like parrots or he cockatoos and how they repeat what Doctor Fauci says, like follow the science or wear a mask or whatever. Like it's his whole shtick now. Huh. It's not funny, and fuck Jim Brewer.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah, he was funny when I saw him. I, d- I didn't realize that he had, you know, was frustrated by the by by you know not having enough venue dates available. So he has decided he would give right wing comedy a try.
2: Well, there also when I brought this up to my friends, I showed them the video of it was about a fifteen second snippet of the of the stand up, which was not funny, but the people in the audience thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Uh, it was brought to my attention that Jim's wife, in the past few years, has gone full blown, uh, Q, uh, reborn oh. Christian, reborn. What do you, what do you call it? And he, oh, born again Christian. Born again Christian. That's what I was looking for. And he might have followed suit. But what's even more interesting is that the person who's the video I saw while Jim is making fun of people following the science because that's the funny line that you would follow science. Jim's wife also had cancer, and he was going to all the specialists and following all the science when she had cancer. Right. But now, because people can't get into his show, and he's making a little less money, I'm anti-vax. He is – it is so transparent what he has done. I want to punch him in the face.
3: <laughs> yeah, he says he will absolutely not perform shows at venues that require proof of vaccination, calling the public health measures segregation.
1: Ooh, well, that's – I mean, I'm not surprised <laughs> – that anybody who starts that sentence would have a bad take on that sort of Mm. thing (laughs) but yeah uh that's you know it's disappointing to hear like i said i saw him recently he was funny i didn't realize that things had taken a a a turn with him well that was pre-covid
0: so you know Hmm. he didn't have political or stupid (laughs) bits in his comedy it was just it was just comedy
2: I'm gonna time stamp this for you guys so you can watch some of the stand up here. Okay, I I, z- I zipped through all the commentary in the beginning.
1: Is that posted twice now? Oh,
2: did somebody else post it too? Yeah. Oh, Grinch. Is that Grinch's right above you? Yep. I did not. Well, while I was looking for it, Grinch, posted it. <laughs> My time stamp though, Grinch.
0: Uh, his is time stamp three seconds different. Fuck you, Grinch.
1: Yeah, two, two minutes. <laughs> Jared's at 10.25. That was great.
0: (laughs) Try to do a little work for the show and I get shown up.
2: (laughs) (laughs)
1: All
0: right. I think on that, I'm going to call it.
1: Uh, Well, I'll affirm something that Jared always likes to point out because I had to look up more about Yuri Geller and how he's holding up and his net worth. Um, But as you were mentioning, Jared, at least a few times about all these uh, people now who are in, in politics, but they're actually just failed entertainers. Right. Yeah, Yuri, Gatter, Yuri Geller started out being a model. His modeling career went sideways, so he became a magician. Wow! Just like Lauren Bobert, Marjorie Taylor Green.
3: There is no way. Oh, just wait, Marjorie Taylor Green was a model. Ugh.
1: I don't know. Oh Maybe no, a no, model.
2: no! Marjorie Taylor Green wasn't she like a Miss Kansas or something? Or sure,
3: she's had a hard life. The, then Jesus.
2: The best is. Have you seen this? You know Herschel Walker, the football player. Yeah. Yeah running on the Republican ticket, he's got a yep. gay son who has come out against gays! <laughs> oh! Because yeah. Daddy's running for uh, Senate, or where the fuck Herschel Walker's running for. Wow.
1: Yeah, he's running for Senate down in Georgia, and not only did his gay son uh, come out as, you know, against gay people, he also recently put out a video about how Inflation and rising gas prices are all Biden's fault and Herschel Walker, the Herschel Walker Jr. or I forget what his son's name is. But so anyway, his kid posts a video about how he's 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 supports everybody and he's feeling the crunch just like them. <laughs> Meanwhile, the first tweet replies like, you know that you're wearing a thirteen hundred dollar hoodie sweatshirt when you're recording this message. Yeah, so uh, that's what, amazing.
2: The people that will do is, anything for money and power. Yeah. Anything. By the way. Do you way, think
1: that he has to, do you think he calls, like, Candace Owens and be like, listen, how do you do it? I
2: need some tips. <laughs> <laughs> how do you sleep at night? How, do you do you wash it down with the brown? What, what do you do? <laughs> <laughs> also, side note, John Fetterman is only bleeding in the polls against Dr. Oz by two, two points right now. Yep.
0: Yeah.
1: So that reminds me. Did you see that Dr. Oz <laughs> said that he is unwilling to to do an interview with CNN because he's scared of Fox News backlash.
0: (laughs) What, he
3: came out and said that? Yes. Okay. So they'll they'll, they'll be unhappy with him because he goes on CNN? Yes. Wow. Okay, then.
1: Can't have him catering to those (laughs) fake news CNN.
2: I can't be questioned by a real doctor, (laughs) for God's
0: sakes. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. Okay. I think at that point I'm going to wrap it up. Do it, Doug. Okay. And to do so, I want to start by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast. We really do appreciate it. Grinch, Hudson, Gixson, we do uh, appreciate the feedback, uh, no matter what Jared says. (laughs) (laughs) If you enjoy the podcast, uh, you can support it by going to our Patreon page and signing up, or you can share the podcast on social media, leave a review for us. We would appreciate it.
2: But, Ray, what kind of cool things would you get if you were a patron? Wow, totally unexpected. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I don't have the write-up. What do you want me to Well, I mean, I'll give, you, I'll give you the write-up later. But yes, there will be a special... See, this is only for the patrons, not for you regular cheapskates <laughs> who listen to our show. They will be getting a special bonus pod patron only in the coming weeks
0: or months. Depends on how long it takes us to get everything together and what kind of feedback we got.
2: Yeah. Uh, and it will not be just us talking about the same old shit. Correct. We're not talking about COVID. We're not talking about the Supreme Court. We're going to get drunk and talk about Spider-Man. I don't as know. far
1: as we know. <laughs> yeah. If the patrons' requests are talk about COVID while drinking for uh, 45 minutes, I, we probably will. So you want to hear
2: four grown adults cry while they're drunk. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> Solid. <laughs>
0: So, as it should be clear at this point, this is still in the works, but yeah, we're, the idea is that we'll be sending out a message to all the patrons and everyone who's signed up on the, on the page and uh, get feedback. And, yeah, we're going to be doing a patron-only uh, special episode. And if that's not enough, if you want more podcasts, check out uh, soon-to-be-named-network.com. Uh, it's a group of podcasts of which we are a member. You can find all of them at soon-to-be-named-network.com for all your listening pleasure. Uh, again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm right? I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you. Good night, and may your God get with you.